The following program contains scenes of violence, nudity, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. Mm. Perversions of science. From the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> L.I.W. from the Crypt. Review. <laughs> All right, we're good. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to apologize. The episode that we watched was a lot longer than we thought it would be, so that's why we're late. I told my people 1030. So, I didn't know it was 51 minutes, though. Uh, let's begin. Do you um, really need to be 51 minutes? I, I threw my theme song on top of that for the podcast, so you didn't hear our introductory music. But um, Yeah, welcome to LAW, Tales from the Crypt Review, Never Go Back, number three, for Outer Limits, 129, a feasibility study, suggested by Lucky130 on, or his, his handle is Mr. Lucky 130 He suggested this episode, and I'm Phoenix West. I'm Adam Wilcox. Dick, dick it. You really hit those T's that time. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right, guys. We watched a 51-minute episode for a show I haven't seen since I was a kid, and I didn't really watch it that much because I didn't really care for it. <clears throat> well, it was the show produced 1963 to 1965. Are you a battle rapper it, now? It feels, it feels <laughs> it like so it. fast. <laughs> I don't know. It just came out fast. Like um, it was uh, written by the, the guy that wrote the screenplay for Psycho, this episode. He also wrote 13 other episodes of the Twilight Zone, or Outer Limits. I'm sorry. Fuck, I'm sorry. Can't say that. So Dick's off Twilight. the show now. So Yeah, I'm done. Good night! <laughs> I don't know what we watched. I'm still kind of... I, I think we should have taken like three days off and, and discussed it. <laughs> Ghost Dad <laughs> would have been more entertaining. Maybe that'll be what we do next week. <laughs> Never go back. Never go back. Never. Never. Wow. Some things you can't go back from, Bill. And so you're the, experiencing that now. This was Dark City, kind of. Kind of was. Let's go over the things we compared it to. Dark City. The last episode of 2019 Twilight Zone, which is called You Might Also Like, directed by Oz Perkins which is the son of Anthony Perkins, who was in Psycho. So we got a, a couple references there. It kind of reminded me of the mist, the fog. Uh, gay porno. Gay porno, yeah. yes. That was a big, big, big piece of the live broadcast of the watching of the episode. Yeah, you got you to gotta subscribe to the Patreon to hear that episode. Cause we, we talked about a DVD series that we made up called Two Guys Sweat. It was heavily referenced. I think it's our... We mentioned it a thousand times. 45 DVD set. <laughs> You'll never and oddly enough, they're only about half an hour each DVD. Let's just say I got I got half a set right here. Yeah. Well, this is part of it. The DVDs are in here. There's another one over here. And there's a big projector on top. And it just shoots out the video on the wall. It's really cool. You don't have to take the DVDs out. It's a out. cock. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. 
<laughs> Go figure. I never thought about like it. Like this episode was a cock. This I episode, understand now why you don't like this show. I get it. This episode's a giant shit, golden shit nugget. Literally. Literally. <laughs> like literally. I, okay. We should probably put in the breaks and describe the episode. And for that, if I'm going to need everyone's help. Yeah, we're going to need everyone to get involved here. I'll set up the Jesus. main. The introduction is uh, we have a bunch of, you know, models of, of planets and, and all of a sudden there's a spaceship and it lands on earth and it sucks it up age of ultron style like this little town and sucks it up so we know right off the bat that they're not on earth because when we meet our characters all four characters have a butt chin and i think they should make out with their chins because that would be erotic as hell but they have this rant the the vague conversations where I thought it was going to be our main guy because the first thing we cut to after the do not adjust your set thing is a guy driving. He, he's hot boxing in his car and he rolls on the window and he steps out and he touches like the styrofoam floor and then he gets collapses and then he runs into some shit golden shit monsters. And that's where that ends. Well, he fell into a big pile of asbestos yeah. dirt or don't forget about that. And he looked like the Carl Molden with AIDS. Yeah, and a nosectomy. And it was like, yeah, he lost his nose in the transfer to this other planet. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy. Uh, can someone else pick up what happens after that? We need to, we need to take turns here. I, I got, it, I got it. And okay. then, uh, we're introduced to the uh, neighbor who is a doctor with a wife who they're miserable, and then he can't go to work so because his car doesn't start. Yeah. And then he goes to the neighbor, asks the neighbor for a ride, but then the neighbor just drives off without him? No, they drive together. They, okay, they drive, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He drops him off at the church. Okay. Or did he? I don't know if did it was he? the church. Yeah, I think you're right. I remember seeing that church, which is the church on Franklin. It was, yes. And he, and then he leaves the <clears throat> doctor neighbor, and he drives off into the mist. And that's where the the episode opened. It, we basically get the same shit again. That's why this episode is 51 minutes long. They show the same five minutes again where the three shit people come out of the asbestos fog and doesn't really say anything to the guy. He just runs away and they grab him with his, their shit hand and then they give him the cum disease because <laughs> he's covered in cum next time we see him. We were joking like, that he, he was... He was- 67 volumes deep into the two men sweat collection but i mean <clears throat> everywhere he was stan marsh in south park when the internet goes out <laughs> finally gets it back just that's what it looks like he is literally covered in this translucent thick yogurt cream if this is gonna be that kind of party i'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes was that from uh tracy morgan sanford and son no. Oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> think Sanford and Son was that filthy. I don't remember that in Sanford and Son. <laughs> that guy died today. One of the, the uncle characters. And then Nabon, the female woman with the butt chin, yeah. with the better butt chin, she goes to the car, the neighbor's car, and she has to check on it. Oh, yeah. She looks under the hood, and the, and the engine's gone. And she's like, that fucking guy, and looks down, and, then, and it's back. Yeah. She closes it, and then she opens it up again, and the engine gets put into the car. And they don't ever explain why they took the guy's no. engine away. Does this happen no. every fucking day? 
Well, because I guess they're trying to say you can't go beyond the six-block radius. Is this supposed to be day number one that we're watching? This is day number one. Okay. This is the first, like, ten minutes of the episode. No, I just didn't know if they've been living there for a while. Well, but... that's the thing. They were, they've been living there for years. They just got removed, and they don't know they've been removed from Earth. Do they say that? Or is this day number one? I don't know! <laughs> because... They never tell us that. Why? They never said, yeah. Exactly. So we have to assume it's day number one, and that's why they broke his car down. And so every day they got to come up with a different hijinks to pull on this guy to make him stay at home or get it. Because they let that one guy's car be fine, so clearly it wasn't for him to avoid driving. So, but but, but then the whole point to to this plan, the aliens, is a feasibility study, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, we're going to get there. Don't don't reveal their plan. I'm sorry. I just want to get ahead because I see nothing happens for 20 minutes. Adam's rage building. (laughs) What happens after that uh, atom? I don't know. All I know is that I would rather lick the COVID-19 out of Brie Larson's sweaty, hairy armpit than ever watch this episode again. I would just do that in general on a Tuesday. They, I can't stand her, but she's fucking hot. Uh, I, uh, I really, I, I hate her, but I have it, dreams about her. It's horrible. What I hate about is any show that, that pretends like it has something to say, but then ultimately has nothing to say. And that's what this is. This is 51 minutes of nothing to say. And not very entertaining. There's not good acting. Oh, not a oh. good story. I, I would disagree. I would say it had 550 things to say in 51 minutes, yeah. which was the problem. Adam, can you start? I just remember the next scene. The husband comes back home, and then they go into the neighbor thing in the in the guest house or whatever the fuck that is. Can you describe okay, that? Yeah, that's okay. when there is somebody inside there saying, and he's got this really like strange vocal pattern. It oh, sounds like hold it's. On. If you're going to start there, let's start with the husband gets back, covered in cum, falls down, and vanishes. And then we see Is the guy next door. The vocals? Okay, yeah. So the husband comes. Okay, so you just described that. Then they go back to the house, try to figure out who's in there, and don't come in here. I'm part of an experiment. And then some kind of like, your, your people are, are not superior enough to handle what we're doing it completely lost me. I got lost in this episode so many times that I got pissed at it and I gave the fuck up. I, I really did. You don't actually see the person in the beach house. You just see a shadow on a wall and you hear somebody talking shit. He looks like a Confederate soldier. Off of dialogue. He had a line there that made it me laugh really hard, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> That's how funny it was. Yeah, all was three of us so were like, did he really just say that? <clears throat> I'm not going to rewind and find out what he said. Not one no. like that. No. I could, yeah, because it's he. Well, it doesn't make any sense because he's talking about, oh, you guys are so feeble, you're so awful, blah blah blah. But you're the alien race that kidnapped them to be your slave. So which is it? They can't do the work, or can they? You sixteen-year-old asshole. That's right. I'm, I'm sixteen years old. Yeah. You or something like that. I'd be sixteen of your of your Earth years. But I'm beyond you in capacity of mental facis- facility. He, he says he's, he's 16, so he's elderly. That's what he said. And this is what Dick was saying oh, earlier. You know why he said that? You know why he said that? Because he's turning into a shit man. Yeah. 
So that's why when you turn 18, you're shit. And actually, there you go. That's the parable. If you're 18, you're shit. You just turn into an asshole at 18. I was an asshole before 18. This is true. Yeah. No. I knew you when I was, I met you when I was 19. So I was an asshole. That's, yeah. That's fine. That was going on for a while. <laughs> that was the 12 years old and on. Yeah. No, way before that. Way uh, before that. I think I was an asshole when I saw this fucking episode when I was a child. I think this started Probably. it. I blame this fucking show. This is show. where it all started. You watched this and it ruined you at a very young age. Adam, I've done a bunch of these shows with you. How how often do I really struggle to describe an episode? I don't know if it's ever happened before like this. Not I, this hard. But, no. But like, as soon as you, said, as soon as you, you like, take it away, Adam, I'm like, where the fuck do I go with this? Yeah. That's why I said I need your help. I need everyone's help. It's... It's a group of scenes that just happen. And like you said, like everybody said, it's like four or five different plots going on all at the same time. And all of them are connected with nothing. Like they're, they're not even connected. They're just, it's just things happening. You know what it reminds and, me uh, of? Awful lot of padding and stretching in between too. Did you guys ever look or watch part of that? I never watched the whole movie, but there's a movie that they let an, an AI robot write. And Thomas Middleditch is in it. And he, I watched his scene. And so it's just, it's nonsense. And they're describing, and they're trying to act it out, but it's complete nonsense. And they're staying like really in, in character and they're trying to say it as real as possible. But it's like, it's the, the, the script, the AI robot would write a random gun in this scenario. All of a sudden the guy's holding a gun when they cut back to him. So and they try to make sense of it. That's what it felt like I was watching this. And I'm like, we have to write a sci-fi like scene. By an algorithm. Yeah. Have a have a guy be oh, I'm sixteen. And then he runs out and steals the car with the wife in it. And then they drive the fuck away. And then that's the other problem with the episode. These aliens are diseased. So they kidnap humans who get the disease. So they're going to die or or rot away into shit cum people. And they need them for their slave-based economy that we never see, and we still don't know exactly what they were doing for the aliens at all, because the aliens say say human trafficking. Because why? Yeah, it's just they, they kidnap the humans because they need slave labor because they can't move because they're shit people. So all they use is their minds. Well, their hands are like well, they're like shit welded bronze shit. Yeah, it's, they're shit people, literally shit people. So they're all members of you too. <laughs> Everybody in this in this show looks like they were sculpted out of caramel corn. Okay, pretty much, yes. Okay, but yeah, this is why I want to take no. a pause. I want to take a pause right here, and just say, Lucky One Thirty said, after I said, if we hate outer limits after this. It will be entirely your fault. With great power comes great shame and insults hurled at you by us. I think that's the quote. That's what I said. And then he wrote, hopefully it won't. It's arguably arguably the best out of both seasons. Oh, which well, really fucking really worries me. This no. has an 8.2 on IMDb. I can't believe that. <sighs> Maybe people that like David Lynch movies would like this. I don't know. I like Lost Highway. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> the Lost yeah. Highway makes more sense than this, at least. <laughs> well, that, I think that's the problem. I think this just what this episode was just too heavy-handed, and it's like there he he's trying to make an allegory for freedom, slavery, 
<laughs> imperialism, colonization, rape, and, and gay porno. And turd people. Like everything. Like, it's just like, what is this? What is this about? Because at the end, basically, at the end, they all go to the Twitch. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Again. At the end, he he decides to go to the church and, and round up the local people, I guess, within the six mile of the six block radius. So they all go to the church, and one of two of them are a Jewish couple. Which, again, why? Why are they, why are they there? Why? With a Catholic priest up there? Yeah, you. and and they he he basically says, "Look, I just talked to the shit people. We're not on Earth. We're in shit planet." With the shit people, they want us to be their slaves. But my wife has the shit disease, and my neighbor has the cum disease. I like when so, the wife describes to him because at one point there's a scene where he's he puts her in the bed in a weird shot where he starts yes. at the top and rolls it down. It was and then, reversed. And then she's in, in bed in a silk robe under just like this weird Teflon blanket, like it's a NASA blanket, and she just gets up after he did that, and, and then she ends up she was hiding something right here, which is like. The infection, and the she has a, yeah. She has a line later where she's describing because she she was the one in the car that got kidnapped by the guy, or she was the one I don't know I can't get these women straight. Anyway, she says a line to him later where she goes, "He didn't touch me or anything." I'm like, "Do you really got to say that?" Because <laughs> it ruins we, we the ending. We breathe the same air. Yeah. We breathe the same air. So what you're trying to say is women with butt chins all look alike to you. Yes. So, okay. why why do they have that line when later on the whole thing is let's touch each other's hands, let's hold hands so we all get this infection? Well, well, I guess that's the moral of the story: is that instead of being slaves, they'll just kill themselves. No, they're they're doing both. But are they? Yeah, the point of it is we're still going to be slaves, but if we sacrifice ourselves, they won't keep taking humans from Earth. Because we fucked up yeah. their whole study. We, we, we're choosing, like, the whole thing was like, we got free will to be a slave. We're going right. to do that. We're going to serve these people. We don't ever really see or hear why what they're going to do specifically. Right. Maybe clean up their turd droppings off them. I don't know. But, so they they sacrifice themselves to save the whole planet, which is But the thing okay. is, like, w w with an attitude like that, how does the Underground Railroad work? <laughs> Like in the Civil War, if that was the attitude of the freed of the people who escaped slavery, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go get cancer, just die. I'm gonna die out here. They ain't gonna, they're gonna make me be a slave no more. I can go be free in New York, but fuck that. I'm gonna go die in the in the cotton field and just lay there dead. Like, what is that the moral? You lost me there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, it's like uh, it's the uh, one part of the episode I liked. What the cum monster or the no the when he's like his little speech there and then they show Earth and it's like feasibility studied, right? Canceled. Humans are not yeah. worth this shit. <laughs> like too much of a hassle. Fuck this. We will use little midgets. <laughs> that was literally the end of the show too, right? It was like feasibility studied canceled. Like the very last line. Yeah. He might as well went, the, fuck it. The big crater, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah By the way, we're watching this, th literally three seconds into the show, Phoenix says, I hate this. I hate it. 
He was right. There's no, there's no argument. There's no more score past. I hate this because as it went on, it became more and more annoyingly uncomfortable as it went on. There were certain. Now that we get the story out of the way, there were Thank certain God. little things I liked, but they were so minuscule, minuscule compared to the greater episode, which was fifty-one fucking minutes. Cannot stress that enough. How long it is. It, it could have been forty-five minutes. It, it should have been. Uh, it was an episode. It should have been 25 minutes. I wouldn't have hated yeah. it as much. It was twice as long. That's the funny thing. It's 51 minutes, but it still has less than 24 minutes worth of story to tell. And it, it repeated itself. They showed the beginning twice. <laughs> yeah. Stock footage and yeah, B-roll I mean, reused yeah. excessively in this episode. Y- you didn't need the cold open. They could have cut out that five minutes. Ugh. Start with just... Where they started and, and go from there, but just cut out all the, the long, long, nonsensical conversations the man has with his wife about, I got to go in. No, you can't go. I got to stay here. Oh, well, I got to go. What are you doing with it? And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Maybe no, the that's second the best wall- line, though. When he goes, uh, you spend 20 hours at the hospital, but I spend four with you. At least Outer Limits Pod is here. <laughs> I was curious. If they would catch on that we're doing that, that's why I posted it on all the all the platforms on Twitter. <laughs> so, Do you want to read what you said? Um, at least check out Demon with a Glass Hand or Soldier. The Terminator was Soldier's sued for ripping the them off. Both. Yeah, t- t- uh, Soldier is basically he goes back in the time and looking for Sarah Connor. Yeah, but instead of Sarah Connor, he's looking for James Cameron. Ironic. Ooh. It's not true. I never saw it, but I know what he's talking about. I've seen some. I've seen Outer Limit episodes. I think some of them are actually they're just too long, and I think that's the that's the issue. Yeah, I think that's that's part of the detriment to the show is it just yeah. doesn't need to be that long. Brevity of wit, you know, you need that. You need that. It, it doesn't because this is again, it gets muddled. The message is muddled. Is it about? A couple who has problems and are trying to figure their their situation out, and then she gets the shit disease, and then he's just like, "Ah, fuck it, I'll take the shit disease too. We'll all die." And then it's like, "Well, you got aliens that are shit people talking to him on on a really bad set with uh, really horrible asbestos smoke filling the lungs of the actors in 1963." I don't know. Those people that all died at the end. Well, they all died, right? Yeah, they're dead. They really did not think twice about giving up their entire existence. Like well, it's just like, okay. Here's cool. my here's my problem with what you guys just said. You say they're dead. I don't think they are dead. Do other than the guy saying I'm 16 and I'm old. They don't really go into any specifics in any any direction as far as if you turn into a turd creature, are you dead now? How long do you live? Do you just turn into one of them? I don't know anything about this, and so it kind of ruins the effect of, of the episode for me, because I don't know what they sacrificed. Well, that was the other thing, because I thought the whole point of them being shit people was that they evolved to this point where they didn't need a physical body because their minds are so superior. And that's what they said. They said their minds are superior, and that's why we look like this. And it's like, okay, yeah, and we need you to make he who sweats videos. <laughs> Quick question to uh, to Victor, uh, Outer Limits Podcast. Victor, is this episode a good representation for you? 
because you suggested some as well, and I did like polls and narrow it down which one won. The one that Vic, the ones that Victor uh, put on there, did not win. Is this for you a good representation of the outer limits? Because this is really my first voyage into the outer limits, so I, I don't know if this is what I would expect with a regular episode. Are they all this? scatterbrained because there's 75 ideas in this they don't focus on one yeah. and this is why i say it should have been 25 minutes because they could have removed all those random ideas because it, it throws in so many different ideas that you're kind of like where am i you don't know where you're supposed to be looking you don't you don't feel satisfied by the ending you don't need the first couple <clears throat> no they didn't yeah, need, you need, you need <laughs> one couple you need yeah. the doctor couple. That's it. And he 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 goes to the six to the six um, uh, block radius. Yeah. Oh. And that's and he sees the fog and he says, "What is this?" He goes back home, and then he tells oh, his God. wife, and then the wife goes with him, and then they run into the sixteen-year-old shit person. That would make more sense in the set of the fog, asbestos smoke, all that shit. And then they they meet. That's when they cut. That's Act Two. They meet the shit people, and the shit people say, "We're taking you from your star Earth, and we've put you here to be our slaves." For some reason, you work in the shit mines. You're going to work <laughs> in the shit mine. You're the only ones who can handle bleach without being burnt horribly. Let me pull up the ones that Victor did because he said he said basically just said I, I don't have it in front of me anymore. But he said uh, he hasn't seen this one. It's kind of a journey to discovery for him as well. So, and he says he threw out some different ones that he likes. So let me look up those ones that he said. Because I'm curious now. I'm sure there's good episodes. I'm yeah. Sure there well, I'm there was one tiny aspect of this I liked. I like the fact that this is, like, you and I have watched a lot of newer Twilight Zones where there's this dystopian ending or the world's ending type of thing. And it usually always ends on a massive downer. I do like the aspect that they are, this is humanist and that they're thinking that humans will bind together to allegedly do the right thing. But like you said, there's no gravity to what they're giving up because we don't really know what turning into shit people entails. And besides that, we live in 2020 where everybody is shit people now. Yeah. So Especially on Twitter. Especially Twitter. Speaking of you Twitter. Join us on Twitter. So what we're going to do next time, if we ever do an Outer Limits episode again, we're going to choose one of Victor's. He said the man who was never born. He said okay. the Zanti Misfits, or Z-A-N-T-I. And is that all he said? Yeah, those two. Well, I maybe I'm confusing this with a Twilight Zone episode. Is there a Twilight Zone episode where uh, it's uh, Bewitched and Charles Bronson are in an episode? Yeah. Is uh, that a Twilight Zone episode? Episode okay. called Two. It's the first yes. episode of season three. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I thought it's I fine. think there's one like that with Outer Limits. Oh, okay, there's like also another Twilight episode about that that Adam and I watched called uh, the Seventh is made up of no, it's the other ones. The other one was seven in it. What's that called? Episode season five. It's, uh, Pro Seven over and out. Yeah, episode one. nine of season five, I believe. Yeah, the Adam and Eve episode. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, oh, I remember. Uh, you're a robot. 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 Oh my! Oh, you're on the asteroid. No, that. I think I've called them robots. That episode is 107. That's the lonely. 
That's the Twilight Zone episode. That's the one with Jack uh, Jack Warden. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a totally different one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to hear? Do you want to see a a filthy introduction of that by Rod Serling? <laughs> Adam saw this yesterday, but ah, uh, let's show it again. Okay. So this is I found it. It was before the show came out. Rod pitched it. It is fucking filthy. I can't believe what he tried to do in the in the early days. But let me pull that up real quick. Um, um, here we I'm go. scared. This is represents desert. The desert. That Sorry, let me. This is represents desert. The desert that you'll see on your screen in a story we call The Lonely. The Lonely is about a man sentenced to a lifetime of solitary confinement. The confinement takes place on a asteroid far out in space. It's the story about a man slowly succumbing to a kind of nightmarish loneliness. The gradual disintegration of mind and body because human beings have that palpable need for <coughs> A most benevolent and compassionate official sends the prisoner a long rectangular containing, well, a machine. A machine inside of a robot built in the form of a woman. It's a robot that and like a human being. A robot that thinks like a human being. Gentlemen, I can only tell you that the lonely, which involves a man and a woman made out of plastic and wires with a machine for a will provide a most bizarre experience as to the physiological extensions of their relationship, that is, man and female and what they do in their spare time. We're leaving this open. Yeah, I can't believe he tried to pitch the show that way. Well, it's crazy. It was a different time in the <clears throat> early 60s. Yeah, or 50s. Where you could say fucking robot in the same sentence on television. Oh, I can't believe that, but... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, this episode. I can't no think... No robots. I can't think of a Twilight Zone it reminds me of because it <laughs> felt nothing like the Twilight Zone, which I guess is a good thing. It felt like... 75 different ideas shoved into a blender and an AI robot spit out an episode. And that's unfortunate. I, I was look, kind of looking forward to this. That's why I let Twitter decide what we're going to do next. And well, of course... Every, every sci-fi show has this story. <clears throat> because the Star Trek Next Generation had this story. They have the episode where the aliens kidnap like six different people, put them in a room... It's basically uh, five people looking for an exit. The Twilight Zone episode. Was five, it five people in search of an exit. Five people in search of an exit. Yeah, eh, and then I think yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer did an episode like that too. Yeah, the problem is it's not just that. So it's not yeah. just no. Well, that's the thing. People yeah. looking for an exit and people yeah. trapped like Dark City. It's that plus sacrifice plus alien abduction plus it's just like seven different ideas that are really heady. And it could be yeah. one episode, and it's all in there. And you're kind of left with, like, what the fuck am I supposed to be looking for? What am I supposed to be grabbing onto? There's nothing to grasp. There's nothing to go, yes, I love that. The last scene of the movie, of the episode, because it was almost as long as the movie, I liked. I liked that little speech, and I liked the idea of it. But it was so far gone at that point, and I didn't give a shit by the time I got there. So. Well, I think that's why everybody forgives it. 
It's that last, it's the ending. The ending works, and that's why everyone forgets the the first fifty minutes. I don't know what it is. It's it's. I think that's I think that's what it is. It's just because the guy has the nice speech. Like, well, I'm not gonna stop them. Who will join me? Come on, Jews, come here. Hold my hand. Get the shit disease. Come on. It is, especially nowadays. It did feel very Corona-ish because it's it like is very Corona. We, yeah, because his speech is we have to. Because his speech at the beginning baffled us because he doesn't start out by saying let's sacrifice ourselves. He starts off by going, "We're here. I talked to the shit turd people. They said we have to be slaves. So we're gonna go ahead and be slaves. We're gonna stay inside. We're not gonna leave our six block radius. We're gonna stay in the ghetto here." We're we're not gonna leave it. We're gonna we're gonna sacrifice our lives for them. We're gonna be slaves. We're gonna love it, and we're not gonna leave our house. We're gonna be scared of each other. We're not gonna touch each other, and and we won't breathe the same air. We'll wear masks, and it's like holy shit. This is very this resonates a lot right now. But then he just goes, eh, fuck it. Let's sacrifice ourselves so they don't abduct any more humans. And I was like, everybody's just like, okay. <laughs> and did they know? I guess they all figured it out that moment that they were all on an alien planet. Because when the first thing you would hear, like they if you really that, fast, didn't they? Yeah, it's like nobody, nobody was just like the fuck you talking about. We're on Alien Planet. Yeah, nowadays it, it would be like at least six weeks of people arguing about maybe in your world, maybe that's something a Democrat would say. You know, liberal. <laughs> I think that's why they had the the man enter the church and just be like, eh, "I'm a commie goo monster." Eh. <laughs> Put some yeah. tacky glue it on my face it, and be that guy. I mean, again, it could have been an allegory for AIDS. Yeah, so I was thinking AIDS, and then we we're just like, oh, it's Typical Corona. fucking Karens in their outer space bullshit again. Exactly. Yeah. I was thinking AIDS when she goes, I was in the car with him. I didn't touch him, I swear. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, yeah, they're going for something here. He <clears> made <throat> me watch he, he Sweats. This is before the government invented AIDS, though, so we don't have that. That's AIDS. true. Um, that's right, Rich Evans. This is... This is such a weird fucking episode, and it makes. I, I, I want to look up the the trivia. <clears throat> uh, there's, there's. I looked it up. There's nothing on there. There's two. There's two trivia's. Oh. There's two, two of. It. I think one of them was the guy wrote Psycho, and the other one was this is a COVID story. Oh really? <laughs> no, I made that uh, up. Oh, no, we should do that. I do. the The, the main girl in this episode is in an episode of Twilight Zone called Four O'clock. Which is like a weird paranoia, red scare type episode, and it sucks. Mm. But that's all I got for trivia. There's not much. Uh, were, were we going to talk about Oz Perkins? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to get to next. Okay. So, uh, partway through the episode, I was like, oh, this is reminding me a lot of the last episode you might also like of 2019's Twilight Zone, season two, episode 10. Because it starts off, that episode is about women alone at home. Their their men are nowhere to be found. And yes, I want to say their men because it's like very 1950s, 2020. It's weird. And this episode starts off, and when the men went to work and they drove away, I'm like, oh, here we go. Now we're in that episode. Like it's it's, it's now it's where that episode picks up, where just the men are gone. And then and they're like talking about this mysterious egg. This is the one Oz Perkins wrote. It's fucking terrible. And they're all looking forward to an egg, and they're going to bring the egg into their home, and everything will be different forever. That's what the episode's about. Mm. So I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And it didn't... It, it was very, very similar. That episode's also about alien abduction. Like the aliens, the cannabis from uh, 
the episode uh, To Serve Man. It's They're back. It's a sequel episode to that episode, so it's doubly insulting if you're a Twilight Zone fan. You're shitting me. Is it nope, really? it is. <laughs> but, how the fuck? Yes. How? how? I will, whatever you're going to ask, I will not have an answer for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cookbook! <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine that excitement, and then remove all that, and then add pretend witty dialogue. Oz Perkins thought that episode, that, that script is so fucking clever. And it, it sucked. Well, he writes he writes for chicks, right? Because he yeah. his movies tend to be about women. I yeah. you, you and he I wrote on Hansel, which I saw this year. I was just gonna say that you saw that. Uh, Dick and I both saw his other Black movie, which which is fine. It's a good movie. I liked I liked that one quite a bit. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it quite a bit. I I liked it. I I, I thought it was what what threw me off in Black Coat's Daughter was. Emma Roberts is supposed to be the same girl. I'm just like, that did not compute at all. Unless yeah. she had, like, fucking plastic surgery. Well, think but, about Lost Highway, where the guy just turns into another guy in a prison cell. <laughs> it's another David Lynch thing. Call fucking. me! Now hand me back my phone. Give me back my <laughs> fucking phone. <Yeah. laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah, he murdered a person. Yes, but she deserved anyway. it. She was a bitch. <laughs> She was an awful human being. She deserved it. Don't we all? Uh, she she made uh, Christian uh, Brando kill himself. Ah. So, think about that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That'll show her. We won't be slaves to her. Damn right. Let's all hold hands. Let's get, hold hands and get the shit disease. Get this AIDS coronavirus together. Oh, get man. cum on our faces. You know, I, that's the thing though. Is like I don't hate it, and I understand why people would like this episode. Yeah. But there's like this is layers upon layers upon layers of shit that don't connect. Yeah, I'm... I don't want to fault the show for this, but I, I do remember at least the little bits of Outer Limits I watched when I was a kid, and I do remember getting bored with them. Probably yeah. the same way I am now. But the little bits that I've seen over the years, I've never watched an episode all the way through. Maybe it's on the background. Maybe like, oh, hey, The Outer Limits. Then I walk off and do something else yeah. and forget about it. The makeup and special effects were always intensely bad. It's lost like, in space. It's lost in space. I don't bad. want to judge it for that, though, because, I mean, we've come a long way since, like, Star Trek The Next Generation or whatever, but still, it's hard to take things seriously when they look that bad. When they look like goopy cum monsters. Right. Even by 60 standards, man. Come on. You know, like literally goopy cum monster. He looked like, like a the guy looked like he monster. had glittery silly putty on his face. No, it was it was really bad. Yeah. It was very goofy. But again, I think this show maybe you could do a fan edit and it would actually come out really good. Yeah, it, it couldn't hurt it. I'll say that. And and no. Dick, I completely agree. I I didn't hate it, but also I was like, uh, I don't want to watch this again. Yeah, I don't. It makes me scared to watch any more Outer Limits. It makes me think I was right about the show because we didn't just choose a random episode like we did. Like for some of the shows, we chose a random one. This is a guy that said this is the best episode. It represents it the best. So we're starting with like this should be top tier. Like we should be like blown away right now. But instead, I'm like I'm so on a fence that I don't want to be on either side of one side's shit Earth and the other side's a shit goopy planet. And I don't want to step on either side. 
but then again you got to remember that we are people who have seen a lot of content yeah so yeah. we i mean we we've seen this this same story multiple times in different mediums like i mean I, i've heard radio shows that have the same storyline as this like yeah, x minus one i'm yeah. overly critical of stuff like this yeah and i think that's our problem because i'm sure like if we if we saw this without the backgrounds that we have we'd probably be like yeah it was pretty good i think if i saw it before i saw one of my favorite movies which is dark city i like this episode more also, oh, yeah. one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes, The Monsters Do on Maple Street, is very similar to this as well. Yeah. It, you know what? I'm different, you, but... you mentioned it, because that's kind of why we started doing this show in the first place, is, is to just explore which of the shows that we remember being awesome from the past have held up over the time. Like, by 1960 standards, watching this when there's literally not a lot of other stuff to compete with, yeah, this might have been the greatest thing since sliced bread, but going back and watching it in 2020... Has it held up? Does it offer anything? Is it still cool, even <clears> on nostalgic <throat> level, or is it just a loosely strung bunch of ideas that were like, "Why the fuck did we watch this?" You know, that's what I love about this show. Yeah, and it's kind of like the Twilight Zone means so much to me that even the bad episodes, I'll go, "Eh, it was bad, but whatever." It's Twilight Zone, and it means a lot to me. So I'd imagine someone who thinks that way about the Outer Limits, when I watch it, I go, "That episode was terrible," but to them, it's it's they might go, eh, this is not a great episode, but I still love it because I love Outer Limits. So it's hard for, it's hard for me to put myself in their shoes and that in that mindset because this show means fucking nothing to me. I adore the X-Files. I love the fuck out of the X-Files. I have yeah. them in, in a, a box set behind me. There's a lot of episodes that are not good. Like when I watch them and, and I'm popping the Blu-ray in, I'll skip over them because I'm like, seen that that episode sucks but that kind of goes back to what we were saying before about older tv shows having more episodes you could throw a couple of trash episodes in there and nobody really cares it's not going to make anybody necessarily stop watching the show it's like well this week sucked but there's always next week and the fun part is is every week there's a different story yeah they're not taking an entire season and telling you one fuck all boring story and dragging their heels to try to tell it to you I appreciate that about old TV shows. I really do. Black Files had uh, two big arc stories, right? Yes, and then they had the myth the mythology episodes, and yeah. then you had the monster, the monster of the Week stuff. And a lot of people love the Monster of the Week stuff, me included. The mythology episodes, once you know its overall ending, they're kind of boring to watch. Like, sometimes they're really well-paced, and they got, like, a lot of good acting and stuff like that, but... The overall story, it's stretching one story throughout the entire season, but then they break them up with the mythology episodes where they're just going to go investigate a monster or a creature or something like that. Sometimes they were humorous. Sometimes they were scary as hell. Uh, I, I like the fact that it didn't just stick to one rigid formula. What's your top three best X-Files episodes? Go. Oh, God. Think about that for a second. Phoenix, go. I'm going to go with the, the guy that sits on a billboard and makes the cars crash. All right. Uh, I'll tell you my favorite episode, and that's Humbug. That's the one where they go to the trailer park full of circus oh. people. Oh, yeah. I love the hell out of that episode. <laughs> I've seen it a million times. I'll rewatch it a million times. Also, I personally met Jim Rose in the Enigma. They call him the conundrum in the episode, but in real life, his name is the Enigma. The puzzle, jigsaw puzzle guy shook his hand. Pretty cool. Do you remember that episode with the 1950s car full of monsters? Is that that one? 
Oh, that's that one's called Home, and actually, <laughs> I think that one got banned from. It the did. Movie. That it one's was, fucked. Yeah. That one's fucked. I <laughs> that one, I watched that one when it first song. aired. It's like that, Texas Chainsaw Massacre family. Song. I can't listen to that song anymore without thinking about that episode. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Oh, get the get the fucking goosebumps, man. Andy Andy Taylor. That's your name, and Sheriff Andy Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets beaten to death with a baseball bat. Yeah. I mean, it's a that's a fucked up violent episode. That would be a, a show we could do an episode with, because it's just oh, one yeah. off. Uh, Buffy would be another one. So, no, I like Buffy. Buffy's um, an angel. X Files is one of those ones where I wouldn't mind doing the bingo ball with that because, like I said, some of them are, are not so good, some of them are great, and then there's just some of them that are just kind of <clears throat> build the road. I like the one with the magician, or not the magician. I'm sorry. The uh, the genie, the gin, where uh, the guy wanted a boat and he got a boat in his front yard. Everything that they get always just backfires. That's on yeah, them. every genie thing. I don't remember that show that well, so I, I need to go back and rewatch I've, it. I've watched the hell out of it. And, yeah. uh, to answer your other question, uh, Dick, uh, my other my other two favorites are the two involving uh, uh, tombs. There's there's tombs, and then there's one called uh, I think it's called Crawl. And both of them of all of the guy named Victor Toombs who can make himself real small and, and right, yeah, 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 yeah. That, That's that, right. Those are great. Yeah. I, I think my favorite was the Musings of a Cigarette Smoking Man. That's Any, a good anytime one That's you have good him, one. anytime you have that character, I, I, I love it. Yeah, he was one of my favorites because Matt made me watch a, all of them one day. All-time yeah. great TV show villain, just awesome. Yeah, he, but the last season, really sad. Because it just did not deliver. It pulled a loss. It was just like they didn't know how to end it. As much as I love the X-Files, after Mulder and Scully left the series, I ceased to stop finding reasons to watch it. But now that I know that, when you go back, some of that writing was still good. But you're missing the two core characters. The show lost its personality. It's one of those TV shows that really should have ended about three seasons earlier. You know what I mean? But it, cash grab. but it has from oh. dust till dawn to Texas Blood Money's Robert Patrick. How's it not great? <laughs> Robert Patrick is a gem, great. but he doesn't replace David Duchovny on the show. And from dust till dawn, the TV show Robert Patrick, where he plays the oh. Harvey Keitel role. You're you're shitting me. <laughs> no. really? he really does that. I, I watched the first season and I gave up after that. Why would you watch anything on El Ray? Because I love the first oh. movie. <laughs> The first movie's great, but that's it. Never watch anything connected to it. I think Robert Patrick actually has a clause in his contract that if any show lasts longer than three seasons, he'll show up in it. Yeah. I've only seen him in every TV show I've ever watched. Sopranos. At least one episode or two. Yeah. He was in an episode of Psych. He's in everything. Wow. Wow. Him and Ray Liotta will show up randomly. Yeah. Yeah, really. Uh, they got the same agent, probably. Ray Liotta was in the league. Like, eh, we should have signed up three seasons. I'll be in one. What yeah. the hell? Yeah, fuck it. I just think they can't say no because either Coke or, or uh, rent. Or divorce. Coke divorce. It's terrible. Yeah. Hey, Alan Moore's a bitch. <laughs> Poor David Duchovny. He's got to have another X Files show to pay back his wife. Did you watch uh, 10 and 11? Either one of you guys? Yes, I own them. Are they any good? Um, 
Is it episodic like all, or is, it, is there, there one good story? good episodes and there are not good episodes. Is uh, it the overall arc, no. Uh, the monster what is this? Great. Oh, okay. They, they had one called the event series, Dick, and uh, basically it's X-Files. season 10. Oh. Okay, because it ended at season 9. Yeah. And then you had... Oh, oh, oh right. Yeah. the event series, but real, realistically it's, it's season 10. Okay, yeah. and then season 11 followed season 10 because it was so popular, and they vowed with season eleven. This is literally the last X Files we're going to do. We're done. Oh, I swear they? to God, we're not doing it anymore. Um, those had some great episodes, believe it or not. That very last mm. season is worth watching. Really? So, did they tie up the story? Do you think? Yeah. Okay. They Good. did. Okay. I don't know if everybody agreed with it so much, but it didn't make me angry. I, I was perfectly satisfied with the way it ended. I, I don't really much care for endings of shows. I like it in almost no matter what. I like the last ep- season and episode of Lost. I like the last episode of Dexter because I didn't give a shit about the show, really. So, Oh, I, I know how you feel, man. I'm, I'm one of about five people in the universe that actually liked the ending to Battlestar Galactica. Like, it just... Oh, I thought my... that was fine. I thought it was great. That was I, good. I, really, I liked... Yeah, BSU was fine. Well, Dexter was not... Is- all of these people are are part of a big story, regardless of how you feel about them. They all have their <clears> yeah. in this overall story. That just and when you think about this story constantly multiplying itself over and over and over again, yeah, it blows your mind. And I like the fact that this this without spoiling anything, this show alludes to the fact that the original Battlestar Galactica is actually a thing that happened. It just happens over and over and over in different parts of the universe. Uh, pretty cool shit. No, I, I like yeah, BSU was good, but yep. uh, Lost. I think the only reason I don't like the Lost, like I remember watching the last season of Lost, like excited, and every episode as it's going toward the end, we're like, "What the fuck is going on? Where are we going with this?" And then when it ended, and that's what we got. That's exactly what they said it was not going to be, which yeah. they lied to us. I'm fine they with that. I don't fucking care. Lied, pissed me off. I was almost so happy it was ending. I was like, okay, there we go. We're done. I have you never know, lost. I have no desire to start. You know where you should end lost is where you should end. Uh, the, the, it's the scene when, when that uh, fucking freak show, the Party of Five guy, what's his name? What is his name? Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox, where he goes, he goes, we got to go back to the island, Kate. We got to go yeah. back. And that should have been the last episode. Yeah. Because he goes cuckoo crazy, and he just he lost his mind. Kate wants nothing to do with he him. He will not stop crying for a season. <laughs> he, when he's in between beating up uh, uh, bus drivers, <laughs> yeah. he's uh, crying. His dad died six years ago at this point, and he still he can't stop fucking crying over his... <laughs> uh. I, I like that last season, though. I like the how they're I, dealing with the sci-fi part I of it. I hated it. I hated it. I thought it was going to be like Dark Tower, where it was a parallel universe, where it was like this was the center of the universe. They were going to figure out different realities, and they were going to transfer into different realities on top of different realities, but they didn't do that because they made all these allusions to Stephen King, and they didn't do a goddamn thing close to Stephen King, except waste time. So I guess they were a Stephen King novel. They yeah. waste your fucking time. And they had an ending that was saccharine. And there's 75 different ideas shoved in one episode. So it is exactly. Stephen King. Yeah. Anyway, I guess some, outer somebody, limits. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, side note, 
Uh, I talked to a writer, friend, or a friend of mine that I met in Hollywood. He was a writer on Grey's Anatomy or something. And he said, you know, when Lost was on, I was so excited. And I talked to one of the writers on Lost. And this was like season four. And he said, that show's so good. Do you guys know what you're doing? Like, is everything planned out? Because it feels like you guys have this giant arc. And he said, we don't know a goddamn thing. <laughs> he said, we don't have a fucking clue where this show's going. Yeah. And that was like, ruined his whole his whole life, I guess, this, this writer. Well, he said, I just lost... I lost all hope in the system. But that was put out in season one, that they don't know where this is going. Toward the end of season one, they kind of said, and they even had a, th- a contract, in their contract for that show, it was, they had a, I think it was a two or three episode buffer. So if we get canceled, we are guaranteed three episodes to wrap it up. Mm. And they didn't know what the plan was, but they wanted to be able to wrap it up in some way because they didn't want to be another show that just left the air with just a huge mystery. Sure. Yeah. So... I don't. I like it. I get why people don't, but I really do enjoy that last season. Wow, I like I'm it. I'm shocked. I feel like it's getting harder to end shows now with the social media and everything. Like it is, like like with X Files, you didn't have so much leaked information out there and stuff like you do now, to where everybody just kind of believed that the X Files had one overall arching story and they knew where it was, was going to go yeah now we know it's pretty much what we suspected where they were just making this shit up as it went along and we fell for it but we enjoyed the ride you know uh nowadays it's getting harder to do that with shows it's like you pretty much know how they end half a season before the the last season it's like these are the things that are going to happen because this was leaked on reddit by somebody that knows a guy that works in the writer's room you know did either of you guys watch wayward pines no no the first half of that, there's only 10 episodes a season. They only did two seasons. The first five episodes were so fucking good. And I'm like, this is a great mystery show. Like, I genuinely have no idea where this is going. And then episode six came out, and they tell you, told you what was going on. And I, I was like, oh. So the next five episodes, four after that. I go, I don't give a shit what happens. Now I know the mystery. I don't give a shit. And then it went for another season. I'm like, I don't give a shit. There's an M Night Shyamalan show. Yeah, it? it was the first five episodes are genuinely solid because it's a, built this great mystery. So I I kind of appreciate Lost for having no fucking idea because at least it didn't go. Here's what we're gonna do. Enjoy the next six years of your fucking life. No, it, see, I feel like that's what they did to me. And Fringe tried to do the same thing. That that I, show. I didn't even fucking bother with Fringe. I love Joshua Jackson. <laughs> I tried fan. to watch it. I was done after a season. Well, I'm like two, oh. two words. Orsi Kurtzman. Oh, God. They, they should that? be adjectives. What was that older guy that was on that show? Oh, uh, uh, the guy from Return of the King. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck. I forgot his name. He's some some uh, New Zealand actor. What did that, that show last like three years, four years? Oh, no. It went on for 100 plus episodes. Did it really? Oh, God. Yeah, it got syndicated. He, I watched the know, first that... half season. I'm like, right, I'm good. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I couldn't do it. It's like sliders. I oh, I get it. Okay, bye. Your your quantum leap. Okay, get it. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's 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 quantum leap with Jerry O'Connell. I get it. I, I don't need to watch this. And John Reese Davies, please. Yeah. I, was try, I was trying to think of his character name from Indiana Jones. I, for some reason, I blanked. Sala. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, <laughs> Outer Limits. I of the sea. Queen's Navy. Um, 
anything else we we have to say? Because we haven't talked about this episode in a while <laughs> for twenty minutes. <laughs> well, we, we said what we had to say. I do want to. I don't want to. I don't much, hate it. I, like, I'm yeah, not hating on it. I'm not no, mad. Not a chance. Yeah, I, I don't want to judge an entire series based on one episode. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. I don't want to be that guy. I don't think this represents the the, the show. But it's it's sad that, that he said this is the one that won. That got voted in as the best. But well, and you you didn't mention this, but you you saw this was on IMDb. Like what, eight point two or some shit like that? I mentioned it earlier. Yeah, eight point two. Did you? Okay, yeah. I, I, I forgot. Yeah, so, but also it's not like a show like uh, Friday the Thirteenth. The episode we watched a couple episodes ago on this podcast was very representative of the show. Like that is mostly what you're going to get from that show, and it was yeah. fine. It's it's wasn't great, wasn't bad. I, I I don't regret watching it. We had fun watching it. Yeah, yeah, it was the laugh riot. I didn't really have a whole lot of fun watching this, other than making the gay porn yeah. jokes with you guys. <laughs> you yeah. were making fun while watching this. That's not a good thing. Yeah. But if I watched yeah. this by myself, I think I'd be like, "What the fuck is going? What?" I'd be, I'd be more angry. I'd just be bored. You just probably fall asleep. It's, it's if I wouldn't have to long. sit and watch this prior to doing this episode on my own, I'd have been pissed at everybody that told me to watch this and be like, "You, you, and you." No, it's too long. Oh, yeah, it's too scatterbrained. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I <laughs> see cool. that, that bit. Huh? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't play that whole the whole clip of from Half-Baked because that's way too long. You're cool. Um, was that from RoboCop? Yeah, that was RoboCop, right? No, the, the you're cool, you're cool. Isn't that from uh, Waiting? The movie Waiting? No, you're right. It's from Half-Baked. It's Half-Baked. Right. Waiting is uh, a little bit different, but... Yeah. The clip you played. You're, you're rough, fucking. You're a biggest fucking piece of shit in here. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you're cool. It's like some old lady. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't really care that's for the, that movie. That's the end of waiting, right? Yeah, that's a different one. Okay. Um, that's when that that teenager, that like geeky teenager, gets pushed too far. Bobby, Hi, Bobby Reynolds. Bobby Reynolds. Do we know? Do I know Bobby Reynolds? I don't know Bobby Reynolds. Do you know this guy? What's up, Dick? You, you have admirers. I hope so. <laughs> I don't want to be wasting my fucking time. <laughs> like the Outer Limits did for 51 God minutes. damn it! For 51 Fucking shit people. Oh, what'd he say? What did oh, he... that was from earlier. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to follow his lead for the, for the next one. Of yeah, those. Like, I'm sure they're fine. Like, outer Limits is a different breed of cat. I think it's like, the baseball will work against us with the Outer Limits. I think we have to yeah. go with recommended I choices. Well, that's what we're doing today. and it, Look where it got us. I'm going to choose one of Victor's episodes next because I trust him. We have to give it at least one more episode. Yeah. If, if it's as bad as this one is, then we'll just have to be done. Alternate yeah. option. We watch another 60s episode that Victor recommended. Next time we do Outer Limits, we're going to do the two th- or the '90s version, '95 to 2002. I have also- I have the uncensored version, so there's titties, which is weird. So Alyssa yeah, Milano, titties and maybe some better makeup. Alyssa know, Milano so. gets really nude with one of the London brothers. I don't know which one. Uh, Jason, probably Jason, right? Jeremy He's was on a. It's a very nude and embracing the vampire. Well, that's a that's a classic of softcore pornography. Yep. Yeah, there's next to Missy Monday. Missy Monday's still better. (laughs) So every five episodes, we're going to do a never go back, non Tales from the Crypt episode. So that's that's why we're doing two in three weeks is to get it back Mm -hmm. on the zero five zero five. 
So every you never, know, so never go back to Misty Monday. Sorry. Yeah. So this is episode you twenty. Too that you're going to be going back to your channel. Yeah. Everybody should probably know that. Yeah. If you're on the live show, we're going to LAW Studios from now on. So go subscribe to that feed. Um, yeah. Every 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 episode ends in zero or five. We're going to do a never go back episode. Um, I think the next episode, Adam, you picked one. Dick and I have not picked one. Twitter picked this one. Um, Fuck Twitter. I don't. I don't give a shit who goes next. It doesn't fucking matter. I think Dick should go next. Yeah. So we'll, just pick what? Just a random episode of any show from the '60s, or no? I'll give you a list, and we'll choose a random okay. one. I want it to be random. Um, Why? Well, because I said monsters, which is probably the cruelest thing ever. I I'll, I'll tell you what we have after the show. I don't want to waste everyone's time going over all okay. of them again. But yeah, we'll we'll discuss no. that. That's not for five more episodes. So we have five weeks. Oh, okay, fine. But um, yeah, we'll forget by then. Outer limit. I don't know what I would rate this episode. I'm having a really hard time because I don't hate it, but <clears> I don't. There's almost nothing I enjoyed, other than a couple shots and a couple scenes. But Six point seven. Five. Five. Wow, you went real low. We're a podcast. Four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was so disgusted he could only use his fingers. I hardly see it. Yeah, four out of five. Five's like where I don't hate it, but I didn't like it. That's it, I, I hated it. It's below average. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, four is being generous here. Can't argue with that. I gave it six point seven in honor of Psycho. <laughs> okay. Because he wrote that script. Well, you should rate this lower then. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. This is uh, four years after Psycho. Like I said, Hitch probably fucked him over or something. <laughs> yeah. You I told know. me you gave me 10% of the profits there, Hitch. No, I didn't fuck off. You're being a real Hitchcock. And, like, you know, uh, the village, a high score because you liked the, the uh, whatever the bullshit he did with Haley Joel Osmond was. Like, I gonna, would. I would give the village high smarks because of Bryce Dallas Howard is a cutie. No. Can I say a, share a real quick story about the village? Six cents. Yes. When the village came out, Dick and I went to see it in the theater. And you told me beforehand, you heard the twist was that everyone was black outside of the village. <laughs> so I was sitting there waiting for that turn. Because I was like, why would he lie? And I'm sitting there waiting, not realizing you were just throwing out a joke. And I'm like, oh, God. And the first person he sees outside the wall, she sees outside the wall, and she's blind, is M. Night Shyamalan. I go, oh, fuck, he's right. This is what we're not, <laughs> damn it. I was like, no. So, and when it ends up being just, mod I was like, oh, I knew it was modern day. But, like, yeah. That, that, was, that was what I remember the most about watching that movie. Shit. You remember things that I just cannot remember at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very clever, if that's what I said. That's a really funny trick to pull on somebody, man. That's pretty good. I'm, well, I'm very, he, very pleased with myself. He wasn't saying it to, to fool me. He just threw it out as a joke, but I was like, that's probably what the fucking twist is. <laughs> like, so I'm sitting there watching going, no, that's not that twist. And she sees M. Night and I go, oh, fuck, it is. I should have been more specific. I should have said they're all Hindu. Yeah. I just remember when he was like in Time Magazine and they had his face like the next Steven Spielberg and all that. Like that was before we realized that he was only going to ever going to be known for one gimmick and he was going to do that same gimmick over and over and over in every single movie he was going to do. 
He's responsible yeah. for one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie, though, where a, an elderly crazy person shoves his dirty diaper into a child's face. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. That was fucking hilarious. I have incontinence. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so bad. I saw it in theaters. I, I liked that. So did I. Better than the guy oh, from, uh, um, Signs where he says, you should be getting your toes licked by beautiful women. That's a pretty good line, too. I hate signs. I hate that movie. So, M. Night Shyamalan is just fucking whack, whack job city, man. That's some strange dialogue in his movies, but I like it. You like hot dogs? (laughs) You like hot dogs, right? Oh, my God. We got to watch The Happening again. I'm sorry. We we should watch that. Do that as a Just to see the line rip off that guy's arm again. (laughs) That's another hilarious over my lawnmower. That was funny shit. And John Leguizamo cut his wrists in the middle of the road. <laughs> and then Mark Wahlberg sits there and watches as the leaves on the tree. And I'm like, oh, <gasps> fuck, who cares? I, yeah. What? I like The Visitor. <laughs> the Visit. I like that movie. It's so stupid. It entertained the com- hell out of me. It's a B movie. Oh, it's, it's a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a comedy. It's a B movie. If you watch yeah. it and with not, because he didn't direct it. He, he just produced it. No, he directed it. Oh, did he really? Oh yes, he directed. Oh it. God, I thought he just and produced he wrote it. it. He wrote. I know he wrote it. Movie. Yeah, I didn't realize he directed it though. Oh no, yeah, he, he still he managed to get work after the last Airbender. So. Oh that, yeah, that movie's not yeah. even fun. Or After Earth, that those movies are not even oh. fun. <laughs> after Earth, <laughs> they're not. There's nothing to enjoy in those. The I'll give Last Airbender. The music was good. They have an interesting, like, adventurous score, and that's about it. For, this this was my face watching After Earth the entire time. <laughs> you gotta, Adam, remove your fear. You gotta ghost it. <laughs> you got to remove your fear, boy. He he talks in a space accent. <laughs> that fucking movie. Oh god, that that movie sucks. A fucking. I, I want to Smith Dick. To stop trying to be a serious actor and just go back yeah. to doing the shit that he did in the nineties. Just oh, be charming, funny, and be entertaining. He tried that. Boys, Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life was good. I saw I that. See, yeah, I need to watch I enjoyed it. the shit out of it. I, really I hate Bad Boys 2, and I love the first one. The third one's way better than Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2, everyone fucking loves it. And I'm like, I don't. I it's so stupid. The first one is genuinely funny. And the yes, second one, I fucking despise. He grabs a dead lady's titty. And I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? I don't I think, think I've ever finished Bad Boys 2. As much as I did, but I, th- I think part of that too is I saw that in a theater full of people mm. and they were loving it. Quick question. Quick question <laughs> about about the theater experience for Bad Boys 2. Do you remember? Because they no, edited Bad Boys 3. Oh, did you see Bad Boys 2 in the theater? No. Damn. Because in the theater, I was sitting there, I was watching it, and in to the frame backs up a Miller Light truck. Beep. And it goes all the way back and blocks the road. And it sits there for good to Mississippi. And I was like, holy shit. And then I watch it on DVD. And it's just like, beep, beep. And it cut. And I was like, that was not what I saw in the theater. That was not. They cut that. Mandela effect. (laughs) No, I remember pointing it out and going, this is fucking obnoxious. Well, have you not seen a Transformer movie? No, I saw the first one. Well, here's one for you. Do you guys remember when you discovered the difference between widescreen and pan and scan for the first time? For me, it was it was the first time I saw Star Wars: A New Hope, the special edition or whatever, mm. in a theater on the widescreen, 
and there's this mm-hmm. shot where Darth Vader's talking to Princess Leia, and there's this fucking guy standing next to Darth Vader while he's talking. I'm like, now is that special edition or was that the original <laughs> shit? And I yeah. had to go back and research that just to find out because I'm like, I don't remember that fucking guy ever being in this movie, just standing there. Like I remember him in there, but he just kind of turns and talks to him. I don't remember him standing there for the entire scene. So yeah, that's why I like white screen versions better. White oh, yeah. screen and pants yeah. they cut out a whole fucking guy from the movie. Yeah. He must have been pissed. I remember trying to describe the difference to my mom when she would rent DVDs at the store. I'm like, oh, get the wide gosh. screen, please stop getting this. <laughs> don't get. Why would you even offer fucking full screen on a DVD? I remember I, my dad I being like, that. I hate looking at those black bars. It's wasted screen. I go, no, you're getting the full movie. You're not watching shit cut out. Like you're you're missing the movie. It's actually no, the diff- yeah, the like opposite. That. Don't you get it? I, I paid for a whole TV. Like this was back before I, you I had widescreen TVs. People yelling at me when I bought Apocalypse Now for the first time a widescreen on VHS. And they're like, why would you buy it with the black bars on the top and the bottom? I'm like. Get out of my house. Yeah, Just get yeah. out of my house. I'm not going to describe aspect ratio to you. I'm not going to describe. See how spoiled we are now with these widescreen televisions that automatically just fit it in its wide. The only time I get pissed with those TVs now is when I buy a really old DVD and I pop it in. It doesn't have that feature. And I just have like this little square. Square, yeah. Oh, yeah. you get that with Twilight Zone. <laughs> well, that was shot in pan scan, though, it was Twilight Zone, so. It was shot in that aspect ratio. Yeah, it was a uh, four by three square. But, four by yeah. three, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot I, of smaller shows are. Yeah, I have a copy of the Wraith on DVD, and I was trying to watch it, and it's like it's like four by three at best. It's yeah. real. I want to. I want to see the TV that would actually fit Lawrence of Arabia on it, because it would be like a TV <laughs> that's like this tall, but like <laughs> that movie's like this. <laughs> that, that's the movie you could watch like doing housework. Yeah. yeah, that's the movie you could you, like. I'm, I got a vacuum. I got to clean the kitchen, but I'll put Lawrence Little Arabia and watch it in the background. Got a good soundtrack. Yeah, fun to, I, yeah, not really fun to watch. No, that's most David Lean movies, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not Leone though. Leone movies, I could watch fucking oh. straight through every time. I thousands of times. Yeah, I love Leone. That's my favorite. He's my favorite director. Is Leone hands down. He's in my top five. He's my favorite. Sergio Leone. Yeah. You're the one that introduced me to uh, Once Upon a Time in the West, and I yeah. have not stopped loving that I, movie. I love uh, the Man with No Name trilogy. I got yeah. some. Oh, they're love. great. I love. I love. Uh, did you watch uh, Once Upon a Time Revolution or Ducky Sucker? Have you seen that one yet? No. Sucker, I've seen. I have yeah. Ducky Sucker. And it's good. It's good. It's surprisingly good. Yeah. And then watch uh, fucking uh, Once Upon a Time in America. I, I haven't seen Colossus of, <laughs> Colossus of Rhodes. Colossus of Rhodes. Fucking long. No, I, I like that movie. When they talk about that's great. Yeah. She she basically blows dudes for ice cream. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. James Woods is good in that movie. Um, oh, I, yeah. Once Upon a Time in America is a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, it's a great. When, movie. when they say yeah. it's part of his trilogy, like he's a separate trilogy, and I'm like, no. Once Upon a Time no, in America just, in, in the West is not the same. People are obsessed with trilogies. They want to turn everything into a fucking trilogy. Yeah. It's like Robert Rodriguez's Once Upon a Time in Mexico. It's just my trilogy to Desperado and El Mariachi. She's like, no, it's not. No. Those are all separate movies. People say that E.T. and Close Encounters and War of the Worlds are a trilogy. I'm like, no, the fuck they're not. No. It's the only three Steven Spielberg movies based on aliens. In that case, you got to throw Indy 4 into that. Exactly. Ugh. You want to do that? They're not aliens, they're transdimensional beings. That look like what aliens. The fuck ever? <laughs> then I made up of two different kind of aliens. 
According to George Lucas. Who I never believe. <laughs> who ruined World War II for black people. I, I, I like your bobblehead. But stupid. Oh, God. George Lucas. Why has why George Lucas got a fucking Catherine Hepburn thing going on? Yeah. He's, got, he's got diabetes real bad. Ah, the corn is green. I'm, 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 I'm in the middle of his unauthorized biography, Skywalking, from like 1983. It's fucking great. Because it talks about shit that he don't talk about now. And it's like before he changed his myth, before he rewrote his own myth. It's great. I want to release an unauthorized autobiography. Like, I wrote this, but I don't authorize it. I didn't like what I said, but I did it. <laughs> I want to do that so bad now. <laughs> Just full of lies. Like I'm the I I'm the Zodiac killer. <laughs> well, that could be the next things that burn in hell book. There you go. Unauthorized biography. <laughs> Autobiographies. It's got to be auto. autobiography. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> Which makes you know, even less. You should do one on all the comedies that came out in the 90s on DVD where they always say unrated on the top. Say it oh, isn't God. so. Unrated. This is the uncensored, unrated version. I'm like, fuck you. You Chronic- put like three back Chronicles there. of Riddick, unrated. <laughs> the fuck? What? Yeah, you don't see Tanny Newton's pussy in that. you got to watch <laughs> Westworld for that. Yeah. Yep. Worth it. Jesus. It's worth it. It is worth it. She looks better naked than uh, Dolores' character. Yeah, she looks a lot yeah. better than that. Although I don't need to see uh, Tessa Thompson CG nudity again. No, no, yeah, that was awkward. They were like, I, I think I look better topless. I don't think that was really her. It looks like CG to me. No, it was, it was absolutely it was body double. That's what they do now. If you've got a new nudity, she, I don't think she has a nudity contract, like new, no nudity clause. Yeah, she has that. Yeah, because so it was obviously a model, but they put her head on a fake yeah. body and it looks weird yeah they've been doing that a lot these days oh especially her because she's in disney stuff so i get it but they also they put it in shadows so she's constantly in the, in the it dark it makes and I'm it like, really hard to masturbate to <laughs> i forced my way through i forced it yeah, exactly hey the first episode of this podcast i admitted the jerking off the schindler's list when i was when i was a kid you have to yeah, you're desperate you have to you're as an desperate. adult i would not do that i don't recommend it i just watched our viewer count go <laughs> Well, I can't change the past. I can stop talking about it, but I'm not going I'm to. I'm just trying to think what scene. Not the scene where they're running around like the old people are trying to discern who's who's healthy and who's not to go to the gas chamber. Is that the scene? That's probably the scene. Our viewer oh, came from 12 to 4 right after you said that. Phoenix. I was like 12. I didn't really focus on what I was watching. Wow. I'm turn all of them on my windows here. <laughs> Adding them up. This is pre-internet, people. Okay. Yeah, this is free entertainment. Back, back this is off. what you get. We're not censored. We're not sponsored. Yeah, this is a VHS. We never will be, and this is why. <laughs> no, we don't want to be sponsored. We don't want to have to answer to anybody. No fucking corporate here. Brought to you by Amblin Entertainment. <laughs> this is brought to you by Palm Olive. No jerking off on this channel. Brought to you by West Side Story. Coming soon from Steven Spielberg. Oh, fuck. That's really the point he wants to end on. He wants to end That's... his career on a remake. So pathetic. He's done plenty of remakes. I was hoping he'd make like another like Jaws or War of the Worlds or something cool. Do Jaws. Yeah, that's it. Let's have him do Jaws again. Jaws 5. No. I'm kind of fine that the new Indiana Jones movie is going to be written and directed by, what's his name? Uh, The guy that did Logan. 
Um, oh, uh, um, and walk the line. What's his name? I, I forgot. Oh, James Mangold. Yeah, yeah, James you. Mangold. I know I Gold like is him. in it. James Mangold. Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari was pretty good. I, I still that. haven't seen it. I gotta watch it. Gotta that movie it. was not advertised almost at all. No. And I was looking at this poster. It was, it was like coming out in like two weeks, and I look at the poster. I'm like, why the fuck? Like Logan is great. James Mangold has a great career, yeah. like Walk the Line and stuff like that. Like those are great movies. Why the fuck is this movie in? It's got all these giant movie stars in it. I'm like, why is this yeah. not being advertised? You know what else? That movie on paper sounded boring as fuck. Yeah. But I went to the theaters and watched it, and I was generally entertained by it. So I hear. I want to see. I want to watch I it. I still have about it. cars, and yeah. frankly, you don't need to know shit about cars to enjoy it. So yeah. it's. And I am not a Matt Damon fan, but no. I'll watch it. Yeah. He's good if you get him with good uh, actors. You put somebody with Christian Bale, and Christian Bale will will generate chemistry out of thin air. That's yeah. exactly. He's just that good. I'm tired of you walking on the fucking set, man. <laughs> I love it when he has his actual real accent in the movies because he got that really Cockney accent, and he's and he's playing himself in the movie because he's just a real abrasive asshole, and I just enjoyed it. Aren't they going to remake Newsies? <laughs> Probably. Or is that a joke I heard? I don't. I, in this day and age, they're probably fucking remaking it. It's hard to tell. I think they did they, that they, in Broadway yeah. on TV, live TV, a couple years ago, didn't they? Or maybe yes, that, they maybe did. that's what they're doing. I don't remember. But yeah. oh, let's get out of here. Um, yeah. Liwstudios.com for me. Lostflix.com. Nothing. Buy his books. Yeah, buy the book if you find it. <laughs> oh, here. I got something uh, I want to plug. Join the Discord. I have a Discord now, and Leo Red runs our Discord. So uh, I'm not going to say the link because that would sound weird, me saying in a podcast. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash Discord dot GG forward slash 2HTQAM. There you go. I killed my dog. That wasn't very hard. No. It's stupid. I didn't need to do it. It's just <laughs> Oh, um, let's get out of here. Um next oh we need to draw next week's episode. Holy shit. Oh my god, get the magic ball! I almost forgot. Uh, fuck the ball of wisdom. What are you guys hoping for? Another cartoon episode? No. Fuck god. you. <laughs> Try the thirteenth. Alright, I'll be right back. It was B eight. So bait. We're gonna bait to this episode. Bite, she baited me good. She baited me good. Holy shit. Okay. Oh, it's a good one. It's not the Frankenheimer episode, but whatever. Oh, shit. John Frankenheimer, Jingleheimer Smith. His name is my name, too. This is our first season one episode. And there's two episodes that have very similar titles. This one is titled 104, Only Sin Deep. There's an episode later called Only Skin Deep, but this one's Only Sin Deep. I have no idea who's it's in it. probably about a haunted painting and it has voodoo in it. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. We'll talk about that. We'll find that out when we start watching the episode next time. Excitement. Yeah. I can't wait. So next Mark week. Mark it on your calendars, everybody. Next week, Tales from the Crypt 104, only sin deep. Uh, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix. Fuck the Outer Limits West. I'm Adam. Fuck the Outer Limits Wilcox. Dick, I don't mind the Outer Limits ticket. <laughs> Fair enough. I should have done that. <laughs> That's uh, okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's it is what it is. You know, it's no it Twilight Zone. Well, nothing. Uh-huh.